Hey, welcome to a very special episode of Speaking of Tangents, and by special, I mean not at all. This is a song of words about a quiz that I'm singing. That should have been what this segment is. Okay, I'll tell you, it's a quiz. What do we know? Well, yes, we do have a quiz. And I found these quizzes from a website called decades.com, which I had never heard before. I never heard of it before until I was, I was channel surfing and not on the internet, but on the t- television. And I have, mm-hmm. I don't have cable TV. Um, I have just regular, what's it called? Broadcast TV with CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox, basically, and mm-hmm. PB- PBS. And then a few local channels um, that are kind of like Fox, but not really. They show sitcoms basically all day. But they're subsets of a certain network. Anyway, I was Wait, on. Is this like is this like public access Minnesota channels? You mean there are some of there are some public access Minnesota. Yes, oh, I didn't know that still existed. Yeah, that has got to be some interesting stuff. There is so, but I was on. I think it was Channel Four, which is in this area, CBS. So four dash one is what it's called. And then what? what? Yes, dash. Yeah, four dash, a dash in a four, yeah, four dash, four hyphen, I don't know what you'd call it, four dash, I guess. And then you turn the, you know, you press channel up and it's four dash two. I thought you were getting ready to say you turn the knob. No, <laughs> no, I'm not that far in the backwoods. I was like, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> but you turn the knob, turn, no, you don't turn the knob, you push channel up. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to four dash two. And on four dash, is this not? Wait a minute. Is it? Are you sure it's not forty one and forty two? It's a dash. Uh, no, no, it's a. I've dash. never heard of this. Well, never. it's it's um network TV. It's the people that don't have the actual cable box, and they're just coming. They're just getting channels off from their antenna. Yeah. So you have like an HD over the air antenna. Yes, I think so. I mean, okay. we have a yeah. huge antenna on our roof. Yeah, but it's like gets HD, right? It gets HD because they, I don't have one of those digital converter boxes because I have an HD TV. Right. But if I didn't yeah, so have an HD TV. I don't think TV, they even broadcast in non-HD anymore. No, they don't. If I didn't have an HD TV, though, I could have an old TV with a converter box and I'd still get the channels. Yeah, but only old people do that. I actually have one of those in the basement that I don't, we don't need. But yes, only old people do that. Yeah, like my parents who have all the HD channels, and then they still watch the ST ones that I'm like. Oh, oh no, no, no. I don't do that. We've talked about this before, yeah. So, but anyway, on Channel 4 2, I came across a show, 4-2, called Decades. This this is a foreign concept to me that I, I, I don't understand this. It's my brain is having trouble. There are some, like Channel 5 is ABC. There are about six subsets of Channel 5 called 5-2, 5-3. And some of it is public access, and some of it is, I don't even know, because I hardly ever watch it. But I mm. was channel surfing and came across 4-2 Decades, and it was a show about David Lee Roth's career in life. Okay, so the channel name is Decades, or the show was Decades? I think the show was Decades. And this is Decades.com, the website is yes, cause they by the channel. Yeah, they were bragging about their their website. Check our website out. 
And then they said something <laughs> about so quizzes. Awesome. So I said, oh, quizzes. Well, mm-hmm. I, and then that's where I found these. So Wait, yes. Is this a, is this like BuzzFeed it probably, made a TV channel? Probably. I mean, this, this TV show reminded me of um, True Hollywood TMZ? Story or um, oh. Real, Real Music. Is that what it's called? Um, Life Behind the Behind Music. Behind the Music. Behind the Music. Yeah. It reminded mm-hmm. me of that kind of show. Okay. So true, you said true Hollywood stories? True Hollywood stories on the E channel, I believe. Okay. Was this, was that like behind the music for like actors and actresses? Yes. Yes. And directors. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. So decades. It's kind of in the back of my mind. I don't really remember it, but it seems like that was a thing that I remember sort of used to. Oh yeah. It was a big, it was a big thing for a while. True Hollywood story. Mm Mm-hmm. THS. So this quiz is from decades.com and it's called Which Came First? Okay. We'll give you two items. You have to get, guess which one is older. Is this hmm is it named decades like because they go back and get material from all different decades, like multiple decades? Is that why it's this channel's named decades? I think Sorry, so. I'm caught up on the nomenclature of this, but I'm like, I can't. Here's, My brain's not working. Here's their tagline. Decades. Relive. Remember. Relate. Okay. So, yes. I so, think basically, that's they the took idea. Behind the Music, True Hollywood Stories, and, you know, what was that? Uh, I love the 80s. I love the 90s where they would go on VH1 yes. and would hire these, like, com- basically people who are comedians or, like, you know, uh, write, com- comedy writers, and they would put them on camera and, and have them make fun of stuff from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, I do. Uh, it's so kind of like that too, probably. The, so basically that and BuzzFeed had a baby and it was this TV channel. Yeah, decades. Okay. This sounds like my... I can't even get through that. This, this is, <laughs> I was going to say this sounds like my thing, but no, it's not my thing. I don't... It is the opposite of my thing. I don't know how I'm going to do on the, these type of quizzes. Maybe you'll do well, but... I oh, don't this know. is going to be awful. This is a this is going to be a disaster. Okay, well then let's get right to it. This is my prediction. I'm no. predicting we get. Is it multiple choice? Uh, like, yes. is it they it's give you the answers two. and you have to just pick which came first? Okay. Yep. There's two. Ooh, so it's basically like true or false. Yeah, kind of true or false. And there's let's see, twelve questions for this one. Okay, fifty fifty shot. Fifty fifty shot. Literally, always. This is this is and the, literally, yeah, this, yeah. Yes, this is dev, de, the definition of fifty fifty. Yes. Um, are you going to predict how we're going to do on this? Oh, twelve questions. Oh gosh, I bet you we get six. That's exactly what I was going to say. Okay. Well, there we go. We better get right. six now. Yeah. Well, by the and by percentages seven. and the odds, we'll get six. That's exactly right. Okay. So, All which right. came first? The television show I Love Lucy or The Honeymooners? I'm going to say. I have a guess on this. Yes, that's my guess too. The Honeymooners. All right. So we're 100%. We would be wrong. Really? Yes. I Love Lucy, Lucy premiered in 1951. Honeymooners, 1955. Oh, my goodness. So why is The Honeymooners heralded as like this giant, you know, started all the sitcoms? Well, that's what I thought. That's why I picked it. Yeah. I don't know. It was like supposed to be like the, you know, the grandfather of all these other sitcoms. Yep. Something's wrong with that. And it was, it, and it was filmed, looked like it was filmed in like a, 
you know, you know, TV shows now that have bottle episodes, that's a common term where they, what they're basically doing is trying to save money. So they write an episode that only has one location. Is that what it's called? You're giving, you're dropping more Easter eggs here. Yeah. Well, no, not really. So if you, um, (laughs) well, Easter egg, meaning that I didn't know what an Easter egg was. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and I don't um, know what a bottle episode is. Well, now I do. So a bottle a bottle episode is that. So like you'll see this happen every now and then on TV shows and usually what it is is the network has said, "Here's your budget for this se- this series or this season or you're out of money, you have to you have to come up with one and you need another show." So they come up the writers write one that is one location cuz one location one setup with only like a handful of the actors from the show is much cheaper. Than filming a multiple location sprawling okay, sure. epic of a of an episode that makes sense. So the only I've never seen a full honeymooners episode, but the only thing I can recall from it is that one like obvious set like kitchen living room apartment kind of thing that they mm-hmm. have. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And it's them coming in and out of that door. So it was like to me, and I'm sure I'm wrong about this. I'm sure they had different sets, but to me that entire um, that entire show was like a stage play almost where they only had one set and people well, were coming in and off of the set. So it, it, that seems so like more backward in terms of production than the I Love Lucy show. So that's why I just assumed it was first. That's crazy. Why is the Honeymooners heralded as this giant, you know, innovative thing? Unless you're talking about the innovation is we're going to be cheap and save a lot of money and make a show. Why do you think lo- I love I I can only think of one episode where they went off of the normal Lucy set which is when she's stomping on grapes. Well, no, they got the thing at the factory with the conveyor belts. Um oh, okay. she was on the Vitamita Vegemin like quiz show or whatever she was doing that ad and she was on a quiz show. Um they would have different things. They would at least move like into the kitchen sometimes or the living room or the bedroom. The honeymooners I only ever remember that one looked like you know, me and my friends built it in about an hour yeah. set that they had. And I think it was meant to, you know, convey, hey, they, you know, they're working class. You know, they have a small, you know, studio apartment. But it just, I'm just now, I'm now starting to think that the reason that the Honeymooners has made it a big deal of is because studio executives and people who own stock in it were like, hey, we can put a show out that's good, but also save a bunch of money at the same time. And that's why it's like put up there as like the, you know, in the pantheon of, of sitcom, early sitcoms. Well, maybe. But most sitcoms, don't you? I mean, if I think back to the Cosby show, for instance, they only took mm-hmm. place in one house. You know, they had the kitchen, the living room, sometimes the Huxtable's bedroom, sometimes Theo's bedroom. Yeah, they had his doctor, his, her office. like Her, her office, the doc- I and guess. And then they had I like guess. his office. I mean, because he was a doctor too. Okay, number two. <laughs> okay. Doritos or Fritos? I've got no idea on this, but I guess I, I, I will have a, I do have a guess. Doritos or Fritos? I have a guess. I guessed first on the last one, so you, or did you? I can't remember. You did. I, I'll guess first on this one. I think the answer is Doritos. I was going to say Fritos. Okay. So I'm going to pick one. I'm going to pick Fritos because I said that and then we're, we're, we're split. Okay. And I am correct. Boom. Doritos celebrate their 50th anniversary this year. Fritos the eighty fourth, so this wasn't even close. This is a blowout. Yeah, this is a blowout, and I I just for some I reason blew, remember I Fritos blew out all right. I blew that one. <laughs> okay, 
Number three, unless you have. No, no. Mary Tyler Moore. Well, wait, I will say this. I will say this. Fritos are infinitely inferior to Doritos to me. Uh, I much prefer Doritos. Regular Fritos, I would agree. Mm -hmm. But. Don't give me this. Don't give me this hot and spicy Fritos or something like that. No, not hot and spicy. Um, Whatever it's called. Flaming. No. um, Barbecue Fritos. I think is what they are. Hmm. I think they're called barbecue Fritos. I'm driving my chili, chili, corn, chili cheese Fritos, chili corn Fritos, chili. Aren't they made out of corn? <laughs> yeah, chili. Okay, whatever they are, they're they're on the same <laughs> they're on the same wave they're on the same level to me level? as Doritos. Yes. Okay. I I I will you know chili cheese defer to I you think. on that because I'm not sure I've ever had those. They're excellent. Okay. Number three, Mary Tyler Moore or Valerie Harper. So are they talking about when they were born, these people? Yeah. Who's older? Or are they talking about their shows, when they were on TV first? This is super confusing to me. Well, when they were on TV first, isn't Mary Tyler Moore, you know, heralded as one of the first females on TV with her own show? Or Yes. And I believe that Valerie Harper's show was a spinoff from the Mary Tyler Moore show. Oh, okay. So we're going with Mary Tyler Moore here. Yeah, and I would guess that Mary Tyler Moore is probably older if they're going, like, aged, who was born first. So we're both going Mary Tyler Moore, right? Yeah. We are correct. Oh, and they are, wait a minute, they are going age, which is, I was almost saying that as a joke. You can't do that. Women don't like that, right? was born in 1937. Yeah. Harper was born two years later, so 1939. Oh, okay. This is, I'm already not liking this quiz. Well, yeah. It's already under protest. Wait till the next one. Okay. Number four, Burger Chef or Burger King? Um, I've never heard of Burger Chef. I have. You ever heard of Burger Time? Um, I don't know. It's a video game. Okay, probably not. Where you make it? Where you making hamburgers by running up a skyscraper like Donkey Kong style? Um, you know what? I feel like maybe I have heard of Burger Time. Yeah, I think it was on the Intellivision originally where I played it. Um, I feel like this is a trap question because most people will have not have heard of Burger Chef. Therefore, they would think that Burger King, that Burger Chef was older, and Burger King phased it out. But I bet you the answer is Burger King. Hmm. Or maybe I'm, I'm thinking Chef. too hard. Maybe it is Burger yeah, Chef. I, I think you've reversed psychology yourself out yeah. of the right answer. Okay. But I have no idea. I would say Burger Chef because I, because looking at the logos, mm-hmm. the, I, I mean, I can see the picture. Yeah, we can see the, the logo picture. for Burger Chef looks like it was made in the 50s, and the Burger King logo is at least a little more modern. It absolutely looks like Burger Chef is older. And my thought is that it's probably older, but I am reverse psychologizing myself here. But I'll stick with it. I'll stick with it. You're going to go Burger King is older. Which came first? Yeah, I got to stick with what I said the first off. All right. I'm going to say chef just because uh, I seem to remember. Well, here's, you you know my real reasoning on this? Yes, I do. You got to be a chef before you can be the king, so. Okay, well, that's as good the as king a is high. King is a higher rank, so it takes longer to get to the king. Okay, so 
we're both using interesting methods to psychologize, rationalize our choice. Interesting is a good word for that. Yes. yes. It's a kind word. I'm going to say Burger Chef. All right. You say Burger King. Yeah. You're correct. Burger King. Burger so King was f- 1953. Right. Wow. Burger Chef, 1954. Ooh, that was a tough question. And I, I think my reverse psychologizing worked. Mm-hmm. But that logo, Burger King, does look ahead of its time for 1953. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd be interested to know if uh, Burger Chef is still around. As far as I'm concerned, Burger Chef was never like here. It said Burger King was in Florida and Burger Chef is in Indianapolis. So, oh, maybe anybody in the Indianapolis area can tell us. Maybe, about Chef. maybe I've, the I've swag actually master, heard of Burger Chef. The swag master. Oh, that might is know. true. Yeah, that is true. Maybe he could, you know, scout around and see if there's any Burger Chefs left in the yes, area. Yes, maybe he could. Now we were speaking. Uh, yeah, we were speaking about um, TV shows or TV channels earlier with mm-hmm. CBS. Well, the question here is NBC or CBS, and then they specifically say on television, not radio. Okay. And they show the old school logo, I guess for both of them, CBS has remained the same. NBC's is a little bit, you can tell it's older, the peacock, Mm -hmm. but different. I think CBS is older. On TV? Yes. I certainly think... CBS is older on radio, but mm, I could be wrong about that. Maybe that's what they... Let's see. NBC, National Broadcasting Company, CBS is what? Central? Mm-mm. What is it? You want me to tell you? Continental? No. What is it? Columbia Broadcasting Service or System. But the first word is Columbia. Columbia. Okay. So I bet you the answer is NBC. Because... If you had your choice of any network, wouldn't you choose National Broadcast Company versus Columbia? What does that mean? Somebody's name? Um, I'm going to guess it was, yes, the um, somebody's name or where they were, like lo- where they were located. Actually, I can look it up because I, I just looked it up to make sure. It's Columbia Broadcasting System. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, name for... Actually, now it doesn't stand for anything. It only is CBS. So they got rid of Columbia. They just went with the initialization and got wit- get rid of the rest of it. Okay. Huh. In like the seventies. Well, I'm going to uh, go it with say it. I, I'm 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 trying not to read too far into this because I don't want to get to the answer. Yeah. Of like when it. I mean, not that not that they would tell me, but I, I don't want to get on Wikipedia and it say the first you know TV blah blah blah. So I'm going to yeah. stop reading. But um, I don't know why they named it that, but it's Columbia Broadcasting System. So I'm sticking with NBC because I, my rationalization here is that. If you had first dibs and you wanted to show the entire country that you were the place to go, I think you'd call yourself national. Yeah, but they were both on radio first. So keep that in mind. Oh, keep that so in this mind. Is, and okay. that's specific about this question is which one was first on television. So I think... Think about the Today Show. I think the Today Show brags about being the first morning show. Been around for many, many years, but... I feel like NBC was the first color television broadcaster. Okay, so that wouldn't necessarily be the first, because black and white came first. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I'm go- I'll guess whatever you don't, the opposite of you, because I really don't know. Well, my can- f- first instinct was to say CBS. 
So I'll go with CBS. Okay. It's NBC. Okay. So my launched as a television work in 1939, CBS in 1941. Okay. So I should have listened to my own talk about national. I think it's as good as any. <laughs> yes, it's good reasoning there. Okay, now number six, I think I know. If this is wrong, I quit this quiz. Oh. <laughs> MacGyver or the A-Team? Mm-hmm. Which came first? Do you want me to Which guess? Think? Or, I think it's yes. absolutely the A-Team. I would say that too, yes. Because I feel like the A-Team was in 1982 or three, maybe? Yeah. Maybe 81? I bet you MacGyver seems to me is more mid-80s. 85, 86 MacGyver, maybe? Yeah. All right. That would be my guess. So we're both saying 18, 18, right? 18, yep. Correct. The 18, 1983, MacGyver, 1985. Oh, we were right on. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't have to quit the quiz. I got it right. Yeah, 18, far superior show to me. Absolutely, yep. I mean, only one of them had Mr. T. That, That's right. And that right. show wins. That show wins, yes. Okay. The next one, well, of course, it wouldn't be a podcast without this. Twinkies or Oreos? Hmm. Now, you're inclined to... I'm inclined. I shouldn't put words in your mouth, Jason. I'm inclined to say Twinkies <laughs> because of the, you know, the, the longstanding joke that the Twinkies would survive, a, you know, a nuclear blast or whatever. Uh, yeah, the apocalypse. Yeah, the apocalypse. nuclear holocaust, yeah. Um, but I didn't we talk about the Oreos history and how Hydrox and Oreos, um, the Hydrox owners screwed over the Oreos yes. owners, and it was like early no. 1900s, was it? Or was the other it's, way around? Oreos screwed it's the, the opposite. Yeah. yeah, the Oreo, the Hydrox, if this was Hydrox or Oreo, Hydrox came first. The Hydrox cookie came out, and then a, the brother of the guy who formed the Hydrox company and was a partner with him for a while and then got sick, he split off and then basically copied the idea, the design of the cookie, and made Oreo, and then Oreo eventually yeah. surpassed it and became you know, the, the more nationally famous one, and honestly, better cookie if you ask me. But mm-hmm. yep. um, I don't know Oreo versus Twinkies. And you're right, it was the early 1900s. I don't know if they had the injection molding process for food available that early in the 1900s. Oh, you mean to put it inside the cake? Yes. Yeah, I I think Oreos is the answer here. I'm going Oreos too. Okay. Correct. Boom. Yes, we're Oreos 1912, Twinkies 1930. Okay. We That's know some good our Oreos. Thinking right there. Yeah. Yeah. Critical thinking. Don't quiz us on food. Who do you think you are? <laughs> well, speaking of food, quiz? kind of. We got number oh, eight no. here. Oh no. White Castle or Wendy's? Okay. Now I don't know much about White Castle because it was not around where I grew up. Is that mm-hmm. a West Coast thing, White Castle? I believe White Castle is. Like Hardee's and Carl's Jr., it's a which part of the region, which region of the country that you are in. Mm-hmm. It's own. It's basically the same thing. And my most of them are owned by the same company, like White Castle and Crystal. Oh, okay, are the same, they're the I'm same. Sure. Okay, and I think White Castle is more um, West Coast, west of the Mississippi. 
because we have crystal around here and in anywhere I've ever lived in the eastern part of the country and not any white castles. Okay. I think we have some white castles here. Um, I've seen crystals, but I can't remember where I was in the country when I, when I seen them. So, but anytime, you know, Wendy's was always my favorite place. You know, Wendy's redheaded and and I got to go with my Mm -hmm. fellow redheads. And Wendy's has been around a long time. I want to say since the middle of the 60s. So I'm going to pick Wendy's. I'm going White Castle because White Castle seems older. Okay. You mean their logo or what? Just in general. Okay. And I am correct. Of course you are. What's the year? Before Wendy's, before Burger Shift, I'm reading the answer, but even before McDonald's, White Castle was the food burger joint. 1920 in Before Kansas. McDonald's. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. When's Wendy's? Yeah, McDonald's is mainly famous for taking the fast food burger um, idea and really franchising and really like making it more efficient. You've seen that movie or you've heard of that movie with um, Batman, uh, Michael Keaton? Yeah, Founder, I think it's called. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I watched the majority of it on the ba- on. Actually, going, um, I think going to or coming back from DC Jingle Fest last year. Oh, you did? You know, they have the screens yeah. in the, in the, I didn't watch it. I was just, I was sitting in there listening. I was sitting, I was listening to a podcast and I could see like the screen of the person in front of me. Oh, yeah, yeah. So and you, so I watched, I didn't hear any sound, but I watched like half of the movie here and there <laughs> just as, a, as it was going. It seemed like it might be interesting. Stealing I mean, somebody else's movie. I mean, well, I mean, it was free. It's on the free thing. I watched a movie on the way back from Nashville, and um, our seatmate was watching it too. And he had the benefit of subtitles because I had the subtitles on. Oh, okay. So you're encouraging that behavior. Yes, I am. I'm like, well, that's all right. You can watch. Hmm. So when was Wendy's? Because I want to know if I'm right about that at least. It does not say, but I can... Look it up real quick, and with the benefit of the internet, 1969 in Ohio. I got that right. Mm -hmm. Okay, number nine. Number nine. More food. Nine questions. (laughs) He has missed nine Nine days. He has been gone nine Nine times. times. (laughs) Bottle caps are now in laters. This is tough, because uh, I never liked bottle caps. I'm not a huge fan of either of these. Me either. And now and later, though, are the only acceptable candy with this texture. I do not like now and later. I mean, Laffy Taffy's, for instance. <laughs> Airheads. Airheads, yeah. Gummy bears, which is a quite a, a little bit of a different texture. And Jen... I'm, I'm shocked every time. Well, so was Jen Babish, J-Bab Sports Chick, tweeted a while back. So the real revolution, revelation or whatever was that I don't like gummy bears. But I think we've talked about that before. Yes, we have. And still, I'm shocked every time. Yeah. I thought everybody liked those. No. I, I'm going to base my answer on the picture. Okay. Because it has two pictures, a picture of each, and it's part of this quiz. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I'm going to say since Bottle Caps doesn't have a wrapper, that it came first <laughs> because the company was trying to get it out there because it was cheaper to manufacture. So, and it was easier to put out because it didn't have a wrapper. 
and the rapper would be require more rapper putting rappers on something as part of a you know assembly line process is much more involved than just having something generated and forged and thrown out there. I think that's a good that's a good theory, and I I, I you have sold me. I will pick bottle caps, but are bottle caps like sweet tarts and and sprees or what are they? Sweet tarts, um, I smarties. I think they are like sweet tarts, not smarties, but like sweet tarts. Like they're like more chalky. Okay. Hard, crunchy. It's like it's like Flintstone vitamins is what they remind me of. Yeah, well, they kind of look them in like forever. It. So yeah. you would prefer sweet tarts over bottle caps? Um, or don't you like sweet tarts either? Sweet tarts are okay. okay. Bottle, cap, bottle caps are okay. I, I I haven't had them in probably twenty years. I don't think I have either. Because the they're other, just not very common around here. And the other thing about now and later's is I think they had maybe that's Laffy Taffy. I, I think they both though had jokes on their wrapper, so that costs more money too. Yeah. So I'm going bottle caps. Yep, me too. Incorrect. Really. Now and later, 1962, bottle caps, 1972. I am Ten shocked. Years later. I thought both of these were like in the 40s and 50s. Yeah. You might say a decade later, but not decades <laughs> no, later. No, just a decade, singular. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're coming to the end of this quiz. Number 10, Don Knotts or Andy Griffith. I'm going to have to go back to what they're prior thing was of who's older? Mary Tyler Moore and Valerie Harper. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to say who was born first, and I'm... It's got to be Don Knotts, I don't, Andy Griffith, don't you think? Well, you would think so, but Andy Griffith was a comedian, like, long before he had TV, was on, on TV. He was? Mm-hmm. I didn't... I don't think I knew that. The main thing that I know he was famous for is... And what it was, was... I don't think so. He'd tell this long story and then he would, you know... In his southern draw and what it was, was? Mm-hmm. Well, he would say, and what it was, was football. Something like oh, that. Oh, okay. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. He was a comedian. Uh, like, had like records out, like albums. I think it's Don Knotts. You're right. I am Knotts, right. Don okay. Knotts, nineteen twenty-four. Andy Griffith, nineteen twenty-six. Oh, they're closer than I thought. Same age mm-hmm. gap as Mary Tyler Moore and Valerie Harper. Two years. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I think I know this one. Okay. Number eleven. Back to candy. Lemonheads or gobstoppers? Can I give a third answer? If I really don't care anymore. Yes. <laughs> I am. Um, I really don't know, but if you know, I'll go with what you say. I think it's Lemonheads. Any particular reasoning behind that? Um, well, the Lemonheads logo, which we mm-hmm. we don't see in the picture, we just see the pictures of the candy. But it it's so old looking to me. I feel like it's Lemonheads are in the fifties. Gobstoppers. I always remember being popular around Willy Wonka time. The Willy Wonka movie. Okay. Now, I guess I don't remember when Willy Wonka, maybe it was in the, no, I think that Willy Wonka was the 60s or 70s, that movie? The 70s, maybe. I would say late 60s. Okay. Maybe early 70s, yeah. That's my reasoning. Lemonheads. Okay. So, Lemonheads. What's your third answer? Um, I don't care. Oh, okay. 
then the, my reasoning is I hate this quiz. Well, yeah, number <laughs> one, we could have gone with I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, correct. Lemonheads in 1962. Okay, so I said the 50s. in the 70s. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're close. That's pretty good. Now and I'm going to have to, now while you read the next one, I'm going to look up Willy Wonka, the okay. movie. Um, the last one. I will not get this one because we all know my lack of knowledge on the Munsters or the Adams family. Both of them, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, I'm going to go ahead and say that's not really, you know, you're not at a loss for missing out on either one of those shows. Okay. Um, I bet you it's the Munsters. I would also say Munsters first. But I bet this is also going to be one that's within like... A year or two? A couple of years difference, yeah. Because, you know, it's kind of like Armageddon and Deep Impact or, you know, Volcano and Dante's Peak where one Hollywood studio or TV studio gets an idea and puts it out there and the other one, you know, jumps on the coattails of it within a few months or years. And you get all these things that are coming out competing against each other that you're like, we really only needed, you guys should have combined forces and really just kind of made like one good one. Right. We didn't need two two of these mediocre. Halfway good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're saying monsters? Yeah, I, I I believe the monsters feels like it's in the '50s like style, and the Adams family was later. But so we'll say monsters too. Oh, we would be wrong. Ooh, well, is guess it, what? What the monsters was September 18th, 1964, and the Adams family was one week prior to that. Oh, come on. So get out of here. Yeah, you were right on on that. What'd you find out for uh, Willy Wonka? Um, 1971. Okay, so that's... So good call. Yeah, we got that one. Yeah, we did. Nice job was, out of us. So what did we get? It was How many filmed did in we Germany. Get? I didn't know that. Willy Wonka? Mm-hmm. Filmed in Munich, Germany. Didn't know that either. What a great movie that was. Yeah, I hated it as I, a kid. I liked it. Well, it was kind of scary as a kid. It. I hated it. I thought it was so dumb. It was scary, though. Eh, sort of. How many did we get? Uh, let me get back to the quiz. We got... <laughs> we got 7 out of 12. Hey, we, we surpassed our guess. Our prediction. Yes, we, yes, we, we beat our own estimations. Um, I love it. My favorite thing about this quiz is... Uh, it gave us an uh, emoticon emoji. Oh, did it? Uh, to match our performance on the quiz. Oh, okay. And it's the, and it matches my feelings towards this quiz, which is the smiley face with like the straight line mouth. Yeah, like okay. It's just like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep, yeah. Well, <laughs> nice job out of us, though. Yeah, we beat the fifty percent, so we're better than most people. Yes, we are. Isn't that what that means? That's what that means, yes. Okay. Yep, that music is no mistake. But this might be. It's another quiz. This is a song of words about a quiz that I'm singing. That should end what this segment is. Okay, I'll tell you. It's a quiz. What do we know? Well, actually, we do have another quiz, Jason. Hey, let's do it. And another, Might as well play two, or whatever that saying is. It's baseball. It's baseball, and it's Ernie Banks from the Cubs. Let's play two. Okay. And this one is also perhaps 
another quiz that we don't really like. <laughs> okay. That we might not like by the end. Let's double down on the awfulness. Yes. Uh, this one is, which of these hit songs are actually covers? Okay. So I'm thinking, it looks like what, what they do is they give you an artist and they give you four songs that the artist has, um, you know, four of recorded, those released, recorded. Yeah. Yes, thank you. And you have to pick the one that that artist has, is an actual, it's an, you have to pick the one that that artist has covered. Yeah, it's not that it's not their original own original song. song. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. So, this is going to be impossible. It is. There are ten <laughs> Just looking questions. Looking at this first one. It it yeah. Um, I thought I I knew it now looking at it, but now I don't know that I do. Okay. I think I misunderstood the the what we were going for here. Okay. Okay. So number one is number one. Cindy Lauper. Mm-hmm. And here are the four songs. One, True Colors. Mm-hmm. Two, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Three, Time After Time. And four, Hole in My Heart. Okay. I am familiar with the first three. I don't know if I've heard that fourth one. Well, that was what I was going to say. My thought was, first, see if you know the songs, okay? So mm-hmm. I do know the first three, and I was counting on you to tell me what Hole in My Heart was. Nope. Okay. Sorry. Now, True Colors has been covered by, I thought, someone. that Phil Collins has done that song, but I don't think that he was the, I think he covered Cyndi Lauper's cover, apparently, maybe cover. Uh, yeah. I. A lot of people I, have covered I, True Colors, so that might not yeah. be Cyndi Lauper's original song. Maybe not, but I feel like the first three are hers. She's certainly the one I associate the song with, those three, first mm-hmm. three songs with first. Yep. Yep, I, I'm inclined to say Hole in My Heart since I don't know the song. Yeah, why not? Let's just pick one. Okay. Incorrect. What is it? Girls just want to have fun. Really? Who did that? Somebody named Robert Hazard in 1979. Whoa. I'm already not happy. Yeah, we're in for it here. Wait, we didn't project. Number t- we didn't predict how many we get right. There's um, 10 questions. Zero. Okay, zero. <laughs> All right, number two. And this is a band that I'm not too familiar with. I just know some of their music, the what? Bee Gees. I bet you've heard most of their songs. Certainly most of their hits you've heard. Well, Stan Alive. Oh, yeah. And that's not on the list here. So number one is Emotion. Mm-hmm. Number two, more than a woman. Number three, tomorrow, tomorrow. Number four, how can you mend a broken heart? Okay. I don't know any of these. I have n- zero idea. I mean, I've heard all of these. I have zero idea which is the cover song. Okay. So we got a, uh, what's half a 50 50? That's the chance we got here. 22.5? Sure. Um, what would you say, just taking a guess? How can you mend I a broken like, heart? See, I feel like that and More Than a Woman are very well known for them, so that means probably one of them is the cover song. So 
You want to say, how can you mend a broken heart? Sure. Sure. Incorrect. Uh, okay, over oh, 2. What is it? Emotion. I don't know that song. Here's the thing though. This is I got a real problem with this quiz now. Okay. Two questions. It was here. written it was written by Barry and Robin Gibb, but originally released by somebody named Samantha Sang in 1977. Okay, well you can't I can see why you'd have a problem there because if they wrote it they wrote it. It's their song. Yeah. That's not covering. That's That other woman covered their song and just happened to release it first. Yep. This is saying that... Uh, this, this is saying that because Sinead O'Connor recorded, you know, Nothing Compares to You, and that became the mother, other hit, that now you're saying that the, the, the big hit that, that Prince wasn't the original, that wasn't his original song. This is stupid. <laughs> Number three. Okay, so you're not you're not done with the quiz yet. We're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep going because this could get worse, and then that makes it interesting. Okay, so this is Elvis Presley. Yes. Number one, I need your love tonight. Don't know that one. Number two, Hound Dog. Mm-hmm. Number three, Jailhouse Rock. And number four, a little less conversation. I think I mm-hmm. I have a guess here. Okay, what would you guess? Well, at first I was going to go with a little less conversation, but I think it, because didn't, um, oh, who's the guy that did a little less conversation besides Elvis? Um, Tom Jones, maybe? Maybe. It is a Vegasy kind of song, so yeah. But I think the answer is Jailhouse Rock. I think that was a blues song. No, I might be wrong about that. I would say Hound Dog would be my guess. Hound Dog. Maybe that's it. One of these songs that is, yeah, let's go with Hound Dog. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. One of these, one of these, one of these four song correct. choices on a quiz about which is the cover is a cover. Yeah, it's, I would, uh, that would be a tricky, a real trick question yes. if I threw that in there. I meant the one of the three that I was talking about. I, I don't know what I Need Your Love Tonight is. I don't know. I can't recall ever hearing All that. All right, let's go I'm with Hound Dog. Dog. We would be correct. Does it say... Does it give you any oh, yes. information on the other songs or just the answer? Oh, yeah. Oh, it does. Uh, no, it just gives me the answer. Uh, Hound Dog, originally recorded by Willie Mae, Big Mama Thornton. Okay, so that's a blues guy, right? We know that by his name. Um, I would say it's a woman would be my guess. Wait, what? Since Big Mama? Her nickname is Big Mama. What was the first <laughs> word? word? Willie? Willie Mae. Willie Mae. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, Probably Wilhelmina. Uh. Yeah, probably. Willie Mae, Big Mama. Yeah. Never heard of her, but I like Hound Dog. Yeah. Okay, are we continuing? Number four. Sure. Led Zeppelin. Whole Lot of Love. Number two, Trampled Underfoot. Number three, Over the Hills and Far Away. Number four, Dazed and Confused. I am going to say, you've heard all these songs? Are you are familiar heard, with, any, with these? I've heard three of them. I don't know Trampled Underfoot off the top of my head. Uh, I couldn't, I'm not sure I could, I could pull that one either. If I heard it, I, would, you, I could probably, oh yeah, I've heard that, but I couldn't, I can't think what it is. I'm going to say, Whole lot of Love. 
I'm going to say trampled underfoot. All right. I will pick that one. We were both wrong. <laughs> it was dazed and confused. Really? Who's saying that? I am angry about this quiz even more now. Uh-oh. Robert Plant wrote it. No. Jimmy Page when he was in the Yardbirds. No, you can't do that. And then brought it to Zeppelin. We cannot be responsible for getting these answers wrong. This is splitting hairs that cannot be split. <laughs> yes. I, what what are you doing? This is this is this is CCR suing John Fogarty. It's not for Fogarty suing himself. No. Okay. Well, I mean, CCR is basically Fogarty suing himself for sounding like himself, but it was the manager who got the rights to the stuff from CCR suing him, which is the dumbest, most frivolous music lawsuit I've ever heard of. And this is on the level with that. Come on. Yeah, that was yeah, not good. So Number five. Joan Jett. One, Secret Love. Never heard it. Two, Bad Reputation. Mm-hmm. Three, Someday. Never heard of it. Four, I love rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Is it I love rock and roll? Did we Maybe. talk about that? We talked about that song with Joan Jett, and I don't remember now mm-hmm. if we talked about it being a cover. I don't remember either. I would, I would maybe say Bad Reputation, since it's almost kind of like a punk song. I don't know it. Oh, yeah. You've, yeah I guarantee you've heard it. Okay. What do you want to say? You're going to say I love rock and roll? Um, sure. At this point, what does it matter? We've already decided this quiz is bogus. Yes, you would be correct. Oh, yeah. Quiz is no longer bogus. (laughs) 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 Who's who's the originator for this song? A British band, The Arrows. The Arrows? Like A-R-R-O-W-S? That would be correct. Hmm. I want to know if anybody who happens to be listening to this knows any of these answers. Please let me know if you know these, if you're getting these correct. Yeah, I think this is a lot of guessing. Um, the next one I think we're going to get. The next one we definitely should get. Here we go. The Bangles. Mm-hmm. Manic Monday. Mm-hmm. Number two, Eternal Flame. Number three, Walk Like an Egyptian. Number four, I'll Set You Free. I've never heard of that fourth song. Me either. But that doesn't matter because the answer is Manic Monday. Yes, Mister One Hundred Percent, Mister Prince. Yes, Prince Rogers, Prince Rogers, Rogers Nelson. Nelson, who, speaking of him, wrote mm-hmm. "Nothing Compares to You," as you said. Yes, Manic Monday. <laughs> Thank you for repeating what I said before. Yep. Well, you never. If you get something right <laughs> on this quiz, I think we ought to repeat it. That's true. Good answer. Uh, so we're both going Manic Manic Monday. Manic right? Monday. And that is correct. Yes. It was written by Prince and recorded by Apollonia 6. Okay. But they didn't use it on an album. So. They probably should have. Actually, yeah. They, yeah, absolutely. But. So really, the Bengals version of that was the first released version. I guess so. So this quiz is, once again, ridiculous. Yeah. It should be the, ap- the Apple who? Apollonia, Apollonia 6, which I'm assuming had Apollonia in there. That should be the answer then. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it, 
here's the thing. The, their definitions of cover song and versus original are kind of fluctuating back and forth, and I, I can no longer accept anything this quiz says is valid anymore. Okay, well, we only have three left, so, well, four left, I guess. Sure. Number seven. The, Number seven. The Clash. I will not get this mm-hmm. right because I really only know one or two Clash songs. I know the first one. Number one, I Fought the Law. Number mm-hmm. two, Train in Vain. Number three, Rebel Waltz. Number four, Death or Glory. I am going to go with I'm going to say I Fought the Law. I'm gonna, yeah, because that's the only one I know. I Fought the Law. And the Law won. Yes. Are we right? Oh, yeah. I knew, I knew we were right on that because it's, it's like a song from the 50s or 60s. Uh, let's see, 1958 and also recorded in 1966. First by Sonny Curtis and the Crickets and second by the Bobby Fuller Four, which the Bobby Fuller one is the one I've heard, I think. Yeah, that's the one I know of. Mm-hmm. Okay, number eight, the Rolling Stones. Number one, Miss You. Mm-hmm. Number two, Brown Sugar. Number three, Time is on My Side. Number four, Tumbling Dice. Mm. Oh, boy. I would say Brown Sugar or Tumbling Dice. Yeah, those were actually the two I was thinking about. And I will go with Tumbling Dice. Okay. I have no particular reason as to why I've chosen that. It is Time is on My Side. Oh. By somebody named Kai Winding in 1963. So the Rolling Stones were doing covers early, or at least one cover. Yeah. Well, I, I assume that a lot of their songs are, you know, blues-based anyway, so a lot of, yeah, I, I assume true. a lot of those were old blues songs, but oh well. Number nine, Motley Crue, going to the hair band. This one is super easy, too. Number one, Home Sweet Home. Number two, Smoking in the Boys' Room. Number three, Kickstart My Heart. Number four, Shout at the Devil. Mm-hmm. You know this one? Well, when you said super easy, I got I think it's, isn't. Didn't Twisted Sister do Smoking in the Boys' Room? That is the right answer. That is not the right band. Oh, well, uh, maybe let's create our own quiz and tell you give me clues so I can get the right band. Okay. Um, let's see. It's not Twisted Sister. No, this is the only song that I know of. I don't know if they're a one-hit wonder. There is, it's, it's the 1970s, early 70s. Um, it's a name that you might have heard, might pull, but I doubt you're going to get this. Oh, if you're thinking I'm not going to get it, I probably am not going to get it. Okay. So you're saying that I got the right answer, but I was totally wrong in my path to getting the right answer? (laughs) Yes, which perfectly is befitting for this quiz. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So what's the answer? Who is this band? It's, it's Brownsville Station. Never would have gotten that. You're right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's I could we could spend all day on that. <laughs> Why would I, I have thought Twisted it. Sister? <laughs> I don't know because it's another hair band. <laughs> Maybe. <know>. Okay, <laughs> and mercifully, number ten. Yes. David Bowie. Number one, oh you pretty things. Number two, Rebel Rebel. Number three, Suffragette City. Did I say that right? Suffragette City. Suffragette City. And number mm-hmm. four, Modern Love. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. 
Do you know these four songs by Bowie? Uh, yes. Okay. What's your guess? I'll go with, I'll go with Rebel Rebel. Mm. No, he'd be more likely to do a song like that. That's what I'm trying to think of, yeah. Modern Love. I feel like Modern Love is so, is like mid-80s, kind of early 80s, that is so... How does that song go? That's the... Modern Love, da-da-da-da, Modern Love, da-da-da-da-da, gets me to the church on time. Oh, okay. Church on time. That's that song. I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, I think I know that song. I guarantee you you've heard that song, yeah. Yeah. And you've probably heard Suffragette City, and I don't... The other two are much less well-known to me, I feel like. But I've I've heard them. Um, I'm... I'm going to say the first one. Oh, you pretty things, because I don't really know. Okay. And I am correct. Nice. And who did Oh, You Pretty Things? Peter Noon of Herman's Hermits. Oh, an actual band I've heard of. Mm-hmm. What, do you know their, their main, like, they're, I don't know if they're a one-hit wonder, but they're definitely a one-hit remembered for. Um, is that the 50s? Um, I think it's 60s. You, I'll look it up to be sure. You might have to give me a hint on that. I do know, I, I'm sure I know it, but whether I can pull it is another thing entirely. Because there was a famous member of Hermit's Hermit, Herman's Hermits, that was with them and then left to, to go solo, am I right, for a while? I, I think it's Peter Noon. I think it's the main guy. He's the singer. I wasn't thinking Peter Noon, but maybe it was Peter Noon. I can read you the other members. Yeah, read me the other members, and I'll tell you if I'm right. Keith Hopwood, Carl Green, Derek Leckenby, Peter Noon, and Barry Whitwam. No, none of those were what. <laughs> none of those were who I was thinking of. Not even Peter Noon. <laughs> yeah, the the um the song that I think of them is "I'm Into Something Good." Okay, how does that go? I'm not going to attempt to sing that. Okay, all right. I no, I you've heard it. I guarantee. I'm sure you've heard I've heard it. it, but I didn't know that answer. Surprise! I didn't know it. I might be thinking of somebody else because I was thinking of somebody else for Herman's Hermits. I guess it was Peter Noon, but that's not what I was thinking. Yeah, Peter Noon is is I've actually heard of him. Those other guys, I've never heard of in my life. No, me either. So I think they also we... did a song called "Mrs. Brown, You've Got a Lovely Daughter." That's the title. That's a long one. Yes, it's. I'm into something good. Is something tells me I'm into oh, something yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. It's a super cheesy song. I definitely know that 19, song. 1965. It says, "Yeah, I knew you know that. I, I knew you would know that one." Yes, but that's the only song that I know them for. I can. I've heard of. I've heard of that other one, Mrs. Brown, You've Got a Lovely Daughter, but I've, and, oh, they did I Am Henry VIII, which is, I, were they a joke band? I don't know that and song. No, and I didn't know it? Do I know oh, that song? Oh, you need to look that up. It's so stupid. If it's, let me, let me make sure it's the one I'm thinking of. I'm going to look it up on YouTube. Okay. This is thrilling podcasting. Absolutely. Yeah, this is that song I was thinking of. It's I'm Henry the Eighth. I am done. Okay. It's so stupid. Yeah, I've heard that. You know song. what I'm talking about? Yes. It's 
I think they were a joke band in disguise. This is going to drive me nuts because I think there was another member of Herman's Hermits that took off and became really famous. Like a beetle or something. Paul McCartney. No. (laughs) No, not a beetle. No. Okay, well, it's going to drive me nuts. I probably made it up in my head. I don't see anything in here in their Wikipedia ad, the entry that tells me anything different. Okay, well, Wikipedia is always right. Yeah, well, you know, take that as it is. <laughs> well, you know, on I think on that note, we, we've done a stellar job with these two quizzes this week. These were something else. <laughs> they were something else, for sure. Any other questions? No, I think we better leave it right there. That sounds good. <laughs> All right. Howdy, folks. We hope you've enjoyed Speaking of Tangents this week. I'm guessing you have, since you're still listening. But as you've just heard, we're not always the best guessers. So why don't you let us know? Send us an email at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at Speak Tangents or Facebook at Speak Tangents or even Instagram at S-O-T-P-O-D at SOTPOD. We're also on Snapchat, but honestly, we're never going to use that. That was our intern's idea. It is hard enough for us to wrap our heads around Facebook and Instagram and even Twitter, really. So we're never going to use Snapchat. And you can also reach us on our website at speakingtangents.com. So there's plenty of ways to contact us. Oh, and you still have a chance to leave us an iTunes review. Well, you can always leave us an iTunes review, but there's still time to leave us one and be entered for a chance to win a free mystery sticker. That chance ends at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, October 20th, 2017. Please read the official contest rules, which can be found on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Again, we're not exactly sure how iTunes reviews actually help us, but we're told that they do, and we'd be much obliged if you left us one. And speaking of speaking of tangents, Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and K.J. Onstead. Created by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Social media and communications directors are... Oh, and speaking of social media, there was a thread on Twitter a few days ago started by Bobby Gottfried who made a fantastic chemistry pun. And then others joined in, and it went on and on with awesome chemistry pun after awesome chemistry pun. Now, as you might imagine, I love this. But at some point, you just gotta call it quits. So come on, y'all. Let's bury them. Graphics by Jason Fuse.